are VIC Fellowship, and VIC stands for Vaccine Information Coalition. You're listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to, commercial-free, and truth radio program in the world. My name is Renee, and the title of our show is What in the Cell is Going On? We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which can be accessed live on prn.fm or later on the front page of our vacinfo.org website. We are blessed today to again have as our uh, researcher and naturopath, Dr. True Ott. Uh, True, are you on? I am here, Renee. How are you today? I am super. I am super, sir. And I'm just so excited to hear about uh, your presentation that you did a couple weeks ago that we're going to get a shorter version of today. So I'll just uh, mute the mic and let you just spread your wisdom. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. Yes, uh, you've got a lot of wisdom, too. Don't uh, don't just mic- don't just mute the mic. OK, uh, okay. you know, I. I- I got to tell you, I did a, a podcast last week also with uh, a group in Los Angeles called, they call themselves the Tinfoil Hat Productions with Sam Tripoli. I was a little bit nervous. I didn't know what to expect from these guys. They're, they're definitely kind of hip hoppy, you know? And Sam Tripoli's a, a stand up comedian with a, he's got quite a following, but. I, I basically gave the same presentation that I were, t- we're talking about on the show, and it was a grand slam. Everybody was like, holy mackerel, we had no idea how how this all ties together. And so that's what I want to just focus on. Most people that they, they've heard so many different sides of the equation, well, okay, on one side we have this so-called vaccine that has not been tested, that has not been long-term, you know, for its safety, but there's a, you know, every time the vaccine is brought up on mainstream media, you hear these words, it's safe, it's effective. How do you know that if you haven't had seven to eight years of trial? You can't say that honestly. So right there, it's a pretty good uh, indication there's, there's some misinformation and flat-out propaganda going on, all right? That's the first thing I want to say. Mm-hmm. But then... Renee, as you know, the question becomes, why, why, with all of, of the knowledge that we have about vaccines in general, why get this out so fast? Why get it out so much across the board that everything, on our, everything as far as, as, as the musicians are concerned, whether it's Dolly Parton or you name it, you know, Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. At the Final Four basketball uh, tournament, they had Miley Cyrus doing the in-between show, and it was all about, you know, vaccine, vaccine, so we can all come. You know, we, we're having the Final Four, but there's nobody in attendance because we haven't got complete vaccination yet. Unbelievable. Such a, it's such an absolute propaganda mix. You have to ask yourself. Honestly, folks, I don't care what side of the fence you're on, whether you're pro-vax or anti-vax. You've got to ask this question. And that question is simply, if this COVID virus is so deadly and so killing so many millions of people, why would the people not be lining up for it without all this propaganda needed? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, 
are is America and the West are the people in it in it so stupid that we can't figure it out for ourselves? We have to be brainwashed by all this massive propaganda and peer pressure. I mean, that's what's really going on. We look back. I, I sent you a, a, a new video that this group I just found out uh, did. It was it's wonderfully done. Goes back to again what we know about the vaccine agenda, and and this is your work. It's my work too, but we're joining forces. You've yeah. been, you know, you're a mother who lost a child because of the poison needle. Okay, that's what drives you, right? Absolutely. What, what drives drives everybody that really cares that you can you have one or two choices, Renee. Everybody does. You can sit back, well, uh, and go talk to your pastor and say, well, you know, it's an act of God because it's a sacrifice that had to be made for the herd immunity. A lot of pastors are telling vaccine-injured parents mm. that have lost children that same thing. It's so wrong. It's so backwards. Because, really, they're telling the, the parents, you know, God didn't make us good enough. He didn't make our immune system powerful enough. He didn't make our genome to cut to handle this. He didn't make the viromes part of our genome for a reason. We've got to use man and white coats of science to fix what God messed up. You see the the, the problem in that whole council to begin with. And so I, my goodness, I have been so disappointed i mean with a capital d the last six months mm. because the the church the christian leaders have been so they, they've been attacking me worse than anybody mm-hmm. and I'm oh uh romans 13 they all come and says you know government is ordained by god so we got to follow government and this whole vaccine is because of God's inspiration to our wonderful scientists. I'm just sitting here, holy cow, wait, stop. Our bodies are fearfully, wonderfully made, the psalmist said in Psalm 139. How can, how can man, no matter how smart a man thinks he is, how can they ever improve on something that's perfectly made? Very that's definition right. of perfection. Okay, kids get sick sometimes. Sometimes in our genes we have have proclivities to have problems, but that's all because of our gene structure to begin with, going back in our book of life. It's mm-hmm. God's plan for us. It flat out is. When we start to say, oh, we can bring robotics in, when we can bring gene editing in, what mm. it's selling to the word is we can fix, because God, God is deficient. We can do better. And, and Renee, that's the biggest Lies Satan never gave to mankind. It goes back to the Garden of Eden. That's right. Hey, hey, hey Eve. Uh, hey, listen, listen up, Eve. Uh, take some of this here fruit. It'll make you wise. And you will be as God. And if you're mm-hmm. as God, you can fix what God didn't do perfectly. That's satanic. Exactly. That's the agenda behind this, I submit. All right? That's right, and that's what my whole presentation for 20 years, True, has been all about, is giving our creator the glory for what we've given to medical doctors. 
I mean, we literally treat them as if they're a creator and they don't even believe in him, them. I mean, him, they actually think that the body doesn't have intelligence when in doubt, cut it out. So their training from the drug companies is, is totally in opposition of that self healing doctor, like a broken arm or a cut in the finger. So my whole message was all about, and still is given the credit back, you know, you can't perfect perfection, give credit, do where credit's due. You know, the body knows what to do. And uh, so absolutely, that's the biggest, biggest attack on, um, on, on father, on our creator is the fact that we're allowing them to, and I even tell people that, you know, our savior defeated the enemy by his blood, which is why the enemy's coming after our blood within three hours of birth. And now even in vitro, even generational damage. So it's it's the biggest satanic thing there is. And then this corona, this corona thing is just a joke. It's not even considered a vaccination. I mean, I know you're going to get into the dirt of what it's all about. Yeah, we're in a, in a, I'm going to do a, a shortened version. But I go, you got to people, you know, have got to understand, first of all, the medical record is complete with studies. And I, start, and I referenced in the video, Dr. Rosenau's team in 1918, in December and into the first two months of 1919, Dr. Rosenau's team was was basically the equivalent of today's top top infectious disease experts. Dr. Rosenau, and and this this is all published in the Journal of the American Medical Association (JAMA). Even though this was done in 1919, other studies have taken the information from Dr. Rosenau's team and replicated it, and it comes out completely. Screaming top line headlines, which is simply, let me paraphrase it real quickly. Mm-hmm. Dr. Rosenau was commissioned to try and figure out exactly how influenza is transmitted among the general population. And he followed the scientific model completely and totally. Let me just, in a, in a Reader's Digest summation, Dr. Rosenau had 100 super healthy uh, volunteers that came from the U.S. Navy ranks. They had they each one of them had loved ones that had had gotten sick and died from this. So they were like, I'll sacrifice and maybe die to find out more and to to stop this from spreading. Okay, very very altruistic, patriotic, you know, heroic men to step forward in this. So they had. They went through all kinds of, of what they believe was the traditional ways of transmitting the influenza, which was, again, called Spanish flu, but really, we'll go on to explain, oh, that's really a misnomer. But anyway, they had a they had 30 people, a 30-bed ward in Boston that was, was diagnosed cases. They were in various stages. Some were ready to go uh, to die. They were in the cytokine storm. They were very, very ill individuals and all in the same age group between 18 years of age and 25 as the volunteers. So that was all the same. same everything was, was, was control group. Okay. So they bring in these volunteers and had them get right into their faces of these sick individuals. And, and they had they exchanged coughs. They breathed these others vapor as within two inches, muscle to muscle, nose to nose, coughing in each other's face. And these volunteers, guess what? Never got sick. And this is all documented in this. Now, if, if, if this is such a viral and contagion, 
And, mm-hmm. and this is it, it, any influenza. See, the whole modeling of mask wearing, of social distancing, of washing hands, all of that's in the playbook of 1918. Mm-hmm. But Dr. Rosenau said, uh-oh, and that's not how it spreads at all. We don't. His paper is stunning. He says, because he, he didn't even stop there. He, other, he took some other volunteers and had, he had extracted what they called a Pfeiffer's bacillum. It's, it was basically a fluid from the lungs. This came mm. from those that have died. They, they had the cytokine germs uh, all in a preparation. This was like mm. highly, highly toxic soup. Wow. And they had a dozen of the volunteers. They vaporized it into their nose and throat and into, their, into the back of their throat and into their eyes. And none of them got sick either. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right? This, is, this, is, this is such a huge study and landmark because uh, during the 1920s, other doctors were also replicating and trying to prove Dr. Rosenau's team wrong about it. Mm. And they couldn't. Mm-mm. They didn't. So what happened with Dr. Rosenau after all? Okay, this is not transmissible through aerosol droplets. So his final recommendation to the president, Woodrow Wilson at the time, and to the head of the Navy, because it was a Navy commission study, and the U.S. government itself, the infectious disease, was absolutely, okay, we, wearing masks is worthless. It doesn't work. It doesn't make a bit of difference. Mm. Uh, social distancing, all this stuff. It's just there's something else we need to go deeper. What, what my study has shown, he wrote, is that we don't know. And what we assumed to be accurate and truthful is an assumption only. I proved in my study that it's not true. It's mm-hmm. not transmitted this way. So he began to go go deeper. This is now into the 1920s. Okay, what really caused this? And so he did an extensive analysis of the records. What what you know? What is really happening that all these millions of people died worldwide? What's the one common factor? Are you with me, and Renee? Yep. We got to find out. You know, it really is about the terrain of the cell, right. not right. the germ theory. This is the first really big assault on Pasteur's germ theory, Dr. Rosenau's study. And believe yep. me, Rosenau was a proponent of the germ theory. Mm. He wanted to basically show in his study that conclusively prove, if you will, mm. well, that these. Germs are contagious, and he was shocked beyond measure to find out that he didn't. It wasn't. He just proved himself. <laughs> he just proved himself. Yeah. that's amazing. That's amazing. So here is what came out, and this is reflected in Dr. Patricia McBean's Poison Needle book. Dr. Patricia McBean was a young teenager during this this era, 1918. Her mm-hmm. father was a physician, a naturopathic doctor who believed mm. completely in the terrain theory. He went around with, with his whole contingent of, of doctors to minister to people, just like Dr. Rosenau explained. They went mm. into the, all these sick people. He, they actually uh, helped bring out cadavers, you know, for disposal. 
all this work, doc, uh, Dr. McBean's father never got sick, never wore a mask, never had any problems. So Dr. McBean understood it by her own research, and it, and it absolutely mirrored what Dr. Rosenau found in his team. And here, is, here it is. The causative factor was the vaccines. Do you get that? Let me repeat that. Because you're mm-hmm. not going to hear it on mainstream media. It's absolutely nope. going to be stifled completely. But this is mm-hmm. a fact. During the summer of 1918, worldwide in the, in the Western countries, they knew that the Great War, World War I, was winding down. They also knew that all of these dole boys and personnel were coming out, and they also had known that, that see, the, the primary vaccination center in the war theater was the base in Spain. So these people were getting, these, these service personnel were getting shot with all these vaccines, and getting sick, and they call it Spanish flu, because they had no other thing to call it. They, first, they call it paratyphus. They had symptoms of typhus fever. All right? So Dr. Rose now, using the U.S. military's wide resources, found out that it wasn't spread by somebody sneezing in your face or coughing in your face or singing hymns to God in your face. Okay? Not happening. He found instead that he traced it back to the science of tracing to the poison needle, exactly what Dr. McBean wrote in her book in 1959 called The Poisoned Needle. Now, follow me. He reported this and and gave the concrete evidence of this in 1921, presented the paper in an official ceremony. The media was there and everything at the Rose Garden in the White House. And President Woodrow Wilson was stunned. And this was, see, 1918 was the golden age of vaccination, thanks thanks to the Rockefeller Institute. Do you realize that, according to Dr. Rosenau's report, that the civilian population, because they were they were programmed by the media to be fearful of these pathogens coming out of the trenches of World War I France. It was incredible. You see these documents that came out, Saturday Evening Post, all the major publications, the periodicals, and daily newspapers. Oh, thank God for science. It's the same thing. Thank, thank the world for the breakthroughs in research by the Rockefeller Institute scientists that we now have a way to protect ourselves against these dread diseases that are coming out. So the the report by Rosenau showed that the average person that died from the so-called Spanish flu, the average had 24 vaccinations. Yeah. 24 in 1918. And those who refused the propaganda refused, you know, says, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a trust in God, like Dr. McBean's father and his colleagues. No, God, I, 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 my trust is in him, not science. Okay? They never got sick, and they never got anything. There was no problem. And this is in the report. Now, my question, Renee, is why in H-E-double toothpicks 
is this not part of the of the media rhetoric? Is it because of ignorance? I. No, it's because of money. It's because of the root of all evil, love of money. Money's what, you know, sponsors these, the television, the commercials. I mean, they're really the, the number one reason people are so dumbed down today to think wearing a mask, especially after getting a vaccine, supposedly, that's supposed to be strength, you know, strengthen their immune system. But now they, on top of that, they're telling them that they have to wear a mask and still social distance. They're so ignorant. People are so ignorant because they're being bombarded by this propaganda on the news. The news is the source. I turned it on last night, True. I could not believe I know. how they're literally saying people can fly on airplanes as long as they have their vaccine passport, but the others have to get their test, but still wear a mask and still stay six feet. I mean, it's just amazing how it's just shoved down your throat now more than ever. It's always been, but not like it is today. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and, and you go back to the original rhetoric going back last you know, last February, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the mask masks were recommended. They weren't mandated. They came they came back and they, the shutdowns, the lockdowns were mandated. Uh-huh. But they but it, and you can't really find any news clips. This has all been edited out too, where they said, "Well, we'll have the lockdown and wear your mask. Let's let's flatten the curve for two weeks. It's a two week mask requirement." Two yeah. weeks went into to ten months. Now it's into year, uh, over a year, and people not only are saying, "Well, I got to wear a mask," I got to be double masked. That's Biden's mm-hmm. nonsense. Double mask, but, exactly. But it goes back to to why do you even say this? The medical record is pretty doggone clear. So that brings us to the point: if if Dr. Rosenau's findings about the cause of the Spanish pandemic was accurate. And I submit he used all the resources at his disposal, which were massive U.S. government, U.S. military resources. If he's if it's factual, and I'm telling you, I 100% believe it is. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Dr. McBean's book, and now the book Virus Mania documents, again, the same things. If all yep. this is accurate, what's really driving this insanity? What's driving this propaganda? Well, it goes back again to what caused it to begin with, the poison needle, according to Dr. McBean, the toxic killer needle. Let's fast forward to 1953, 54, okay? Because largely because of Dr. Rosenau's work and Dr. McBean's work, the consensus among medical science during the, the World War, pre-World War II years, vaccines are poison. It really didn't happen then, during that time. They stopped it because of the work done in the Roaring Twenties and in the Thirties as, as Hitler was building up his war machine and I.G. Farben and Rockefeller was building up his war machine. Okay? Yeah. Vaccines, were, vaccines were demolished as nonsense. They should have been, because they are. They are absolutely fraudulent, toxic killers. That's right. But a perfect example, True, is in my presentation, I had a nurse one time watching it, and at the end I show the charts from Nilsie Miller book 
uh, vaccines are they safe and effective for polio and different diseases, how they were coming down because of better sanitation and nutrition. And then the drug companies, of course, introduced the vaccine and claim that's what eradicated the, this deadly disease. This nurse in the audience says, they show those same charts in medical school, but only from where the vaccine is introduced and down. They don't show how it was already coming down because of better sanitation and nutrition. Well, Vaccines had yeah, nothing to do with it. Yeah, exactly. But let's fast forward to 1950s. Again, after World War II comes in, we have this baby boom generation come in. The world's all happy and, and oh, we, we vanquished the, 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 the Nazi fascism boot, okay? And, and Japan is, is no more and yada, yada. So we're entering this incredible uh, boom, boom cycle called the baby boom generation, okay, which I'm a part of, born in 1959. Mm-hmm. But what's happening, there was a, a real need now to get mass production of food out. And so we, we see the formation of what eventually became Monsanto. All of this spun out by, again, Rockefeller Foundation chemists. And they came out with, with DDT to spray it on the orchards because they want to kill out all the bugs and all of the in- insects, which, again, God made those for a reason. Exactly. Here we are again, man playing God. That's right. We're going to put out. We're going to spray all of these orchards with this toxic insecticide chemical. Now, folks, this about wiped out the American bald eagle population. You know that? I mean, that's part of the historical fact. the uh, The food chain of the of the little rodents that the eagles and and others other raptors ate. These were the shells. The sh- it became the shells of of the the eaglets. Were, they, they weren't they weren't hatched because the, the eggs were malfunctioning. So <clears throat> we just about lost the American icon, the American bald eagle, during that time frame. Mm-hmm. And so the spraying of these vegetables and specifically the fruit is what led to the polio outbreak in the early 1950s. This is, again, well-documented by the mm-hmm. medical record, Renee. Yeah. So here we have this, this poliomyelitis, this central nervous system attacking, done out by, again, Rockefeller, Rockefeller, Monsanto, slash big, big pharma chemicals. They're spraying it, and this is what's causing the death. The, the actual histori- historicity shows it's not a virus born in water whatsoever. That's a lie. It's now in the medical record, just like I told you about Rosenhaus. Mm-hmm. But no, we have to have Dr. Salk with this white horse coming to a rescue and the propaganda. More and more people. Oh, get the vaccine. Um, the head of the Rockefeller Foundation comes in and recruits Elvis Presley on the Ed Sullivan Show mm. to, to promote and take his polio vaccination. They're on mm. Ed Sullivan Show. And suddenly, all the young people, all these little teeny boppers, oh, yep. the king, God, I got to get my vaccine. And so, what happens next is is a stunning thing. We found and we've proven this, folks, that inside of the salt vaccine is infected monkey cells mm-hmm. that have been known and proven to cause cancer cells to to, yep. to flourish. So we get all these 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 vaccinations, and and in the 60s and 70s, 
after a decade of this inoculation, the seeds are sown into the fields of our cells, our terrain, and what happens? Renee, we have a massive spike in cancers at the same time. That's right. So Nixon, Nixon comes out, oh, we have to have a war on cancer. The American Cancer Society is formed, and billions and billions and billions of dollars are thrown into cancer research. They're never going to find a cure for it because it's toxic. Cancer is a cellular toxicity. It's about the terrain, folks. Exactly. Uh, exactly. See how, how insane this whole thing is, and it, and it's it's all driven by corporate greed and the, and a complicit media that protects their advertising dollars from these giants, and so the people have got no clue what's really going on. That's and right. So the stage is set. Yeah, they are the front. They are the front. No question. I'm seeing it so clearly. Because um, everybody trusts the media, and it's the main thing they watch. Dr. Group told me last week that, and I was like, he's so right. Everybody just is glued to the television. But, you know, it's it, when they when they have all this propaganda with the celebrities endorsing it, who, of course, sell their soul uh, to the enemy as well. Um, you know, and it goes back to what this ministry teaches, compounding toxicities, compounding insufficiencies. But the blood poisoning, the witch's brew... They put into our bloodstream from birth, even beforehand, but definitely within three hours of birth. And then what you eat, breathe, and drink on top of that compounding, like you said, the monkey viruses, and then the DDT, and then all that stuff, eating the GMOs, the, the chemtrails, everything that we're exposed to on top of that, um, you know, proven what they saw dollar signs behind, which is the root of all evil, the love of money, their God, that germs cause disease. Louis Pasteur's work. But nobody tells you Louis told Antoine Bichamp that it's the cellular terrain. He's right. It's not that germs cause disease, but they didn't see money in that. So here we go. Uh, I, 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 I know I'm, we're half hour into the show and I will. <laughs> I'm, I'm we'll do it next week too. Stage. Just take your time. Don't miss out on anything. Don't don't leave out. <laughs> I'm trying to set the stage for for the coup de gras, the the cherry on top. And this is this <laughs> so-called um, mRNA. It's an mRNA altering vaccine. It's not a vaccine. I, I, I keep. It's an injection of toxic proportions, epic proportions. Because folks, exactly. from from Doctor Salk's monkey virus. Uh, tainted, cancer-causing, sowing the seeds of cancer. You know, of course, it's not going to be universal. Not 100% of the people getting the Salk vaccine develop cancer, but they knew that it's, it's a certain percentage that will develop it. And that's because uh, the, it's like a farmer sowing the seeds in the field. <clears throat> the, the ones that are already genetically predisposed to the problem are going to be the ones they're going to be afflicted by this. Now, follow me. The genetic genome study, the Human Genome Project, I call it the HGP in my, in my presentation, the Human Genome Project was announced in 1990 by President Bill Clinton at the time. It concluded in 2003, right under George W. But what happened when it concluded, see, it spawned all of these human genetics, nanotype, nanobot type of industries coming out starting in 2003, 2004. Mm -hmm. And who's, who's right at the forefront of this, seeing 
the the potential. Uh, um, a guy, an entrepreneur named Bill Gates, forms his Gavi organization and immediately begins because this is a key thing. I, the, one of the key points, April, because in in 2002, all of the major periodicals, Time Magazine, U.S. News and Report, Report, all of these came out with the with the groundbreaking news. Ah, the Human Genome Project has has focused now on the operating system of the human genome. See, the whole premise for the HDB project was to find the missing link to conclusively prove to the secular atheistic world that we all just evolved from the orangutans and chimpanzees of the great age. Okay? That, they, they couldn't find the missing fossil links, but they could surely say, well, it's in our DNA. We'll find it through a human genome project. Mm-hmm. What they found instead was the central key, what they called the vesicular, which is, which is the term for cellular, vesicular monoamine transport system, or what produces and produces the chemicals to, for the frontal lobes of the brain to be activated. So they call this the literal God gene because there are specific instructions in that it's unique to anything else in the animal world. Okay. The, the Genome Project proved a couple things. 97 to 98% of our, our genetic material they call junk DNA because there's no really no difference between that genetic material and a chimpanzee. Virtually identical. But the 2%, the operating system genes of what are called the God gene structure of the genome, is where the, it's like your computer, your laptop or, or, or tower computer, right? Mm-hmm. You've got yep. wiring and things that are there, unique, that is kind of similar to any other type of electronics. But you have mm-hmm. something called, you know, a silicon chip, in, the, in there, that it's an operating system, an OS. That operating set of instructions didn't happen by accident. To say that that operating system originated or, or, or modified itself from a handheld calculator is ridiculous. You would never say that. You'd be locked away in a padded cell if you believed that. Yeah. Same thing about our human cell. This 2%, this operating system, this OS, is the proof that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We yeah, have a design. We are there. And here's here's the beautiful thing. That came out, and a lot of the of the church uh, people, the believers in the in the nation, say, "Well, we 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 knew that science is proving us all. You know, this is that God exists. We have creation in our fingertips." But the Bill Gates of the world, the, the avowed, died-in-the-world, died-in-the-world, blood-covenant atheists have said, now we know, can we alter that 2%? Can we manipulate it mm-hmm. and mold man into our image, not the image of God? Mm. This is what's happened. So they developed, they understood that there was a set of instructions called messenger ribonucleic acid, or mRNA. 
that can actually be, be put out to affect the cellular communications of all of our 70 trillion plus cells in the human body. So the messenger RNA began, they began to synthetically manufacture that and, and form what's called uh, VSV, vesicular stomatitis virus, VSV. And the whole purpose of the VSV, Renee, was to stop uh, or to lessen the effectiveness of the God gene, the VMAT2 gene, all right? Uh, uh. So they began to experiment with this in human populations, specifically in the Middle East, because the, utilizing the VSV virus, putting it into water supplies and, mm-hmm. and giving it to people in soda pop. I mean, look, this was laced in the soda pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the Islamic fundamentalists, began to lose their zeal for spirituality. They began to think, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, going to be religious you know, today. I don't believe that Allah exists. This is yeah. what was in a clinical, clinical study. And so from that, this is in the uh, mid-2000s during the Gulf War, uh, through all the experiments in the Middle East through DARPA, and again, Bill Gates is is his people are are proving this through military applications of the VSV virus mm. works. It can shut down people's spiritual connections to God. Wow! So through the VSV virus structure, now with the discovery in 2011 of what's called the CRISPR, C-R-I-S-P-R technology by Feng Zhang, the Chinese <laughs> nationalist at MIT, they found that you can use the same messenger RNA, but with nano, lipid nanobots as the control, they can come in through the CRISPR technology and not only just lessen the VMAT2, they can actually edit it out and cut it out of your gene pool completely. Wow. Now that's what I submit is happening with these two, Moderna, Pfizer, and every vaccine, really, uh, that's coming out. You have the mRNA base, or you have the DNA base, which is Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca. Either one, all of these vaccines are targeting to permanently disable and remove the VMAT2 gene. And I can't scream that loud enough, Renee. Mm-hmm. It's what's happening. I am 100% convinced of it. And why? Well, I'm 100% convinced of it because, as you know, I do my digging. I do my research. I yep. go back in and look from Pfizer and BioNTech's work and Moderna. Moderna mm-hmm. patented. Okay, Moderna was, was formed in Cambridge, Massachusetts by money, venture capitalist funds, the same venture capitalist group that funded the CRISPR technology there at MIT in Cambridge, all right? Same people. They now figured out, well, let's, uh, let's apply it. Let's apply this CRISPR technology. And so they put out all these press releases. They formed a company called Moderna, Modifying RNA. That's where mm-hmm. the whole name comes from, okay? Yeah. And they began to say, we can target the cancer 
oncology, the, the cancer gene structure, and target the messenger RNA through an injection uh-huh. to, remove, to remove cancer. They thought that they could absolutely remove the, the, the curse of cancer from the human genome. That's uh-huh. how they sold themselves, okay? That's how they were formed, okay? But, and here's the big B-U-T, their trials failed miserably. The first, first phase, first human trial, they had to figure out how much of a dosage is safe, how much they can inject into human blood, and it's called, finding out, it's called the the LD50, lethal dosage is 50% LD50 doses. That's the first phase of, of required FDA testing. Now, they, they, attempt, they did this, and I, I won't have time to tell you all of it, but there, there was one of uh, a couple of, of problems. A couple of the people involved in their trials uh, kind of went a little crazy and started to eat the face off of another person. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. This is down in Miami. Yeah, yeah. All of my presentations. So mm-hmm. then they went on. Okay, well, they didn't die, but they, we just scaled back. We figured out the LD50. Now we go into the second phase or phase two, which is animal trials, uh, injecting this into animals, guinea pigs, rats, and then in, into primates eventually. Well, I'm here to tell you, um, my digging into all those testing started out really, really good. In the first six months, five to six months, they injected cancer cells into the test animals, and they started growing the tumors, and they injected the, the mRNA uh, CRISPR technology, and the cancer cells were reversing. It was all wonderful. In fact, in fact Moderna's stock jumped into the billions of dollar value. It was like, okay, they're going to announce a cancer cure. So many people don't know. I mean, just Moderna stock went went started, went through the roof. Mm-hmm. So then what? Happened? Well, long term again. So you have to have the long term part of these studies. The animals started going erratic. They started to go cannibalistic. They started to be like zombies. Mm-hmm. And so this is living up now into. Uh, the 2019, how, okay, my gosh, uh, we're going to try to keep the lid on this thing. Uh, and so we now see the emergence of this so-called corona. It's really the seasonal influenza, folks. It really is that. Exactly. But it, it, it goes back to the, the rollout of the 5G network, mm-hmm. 5G causing alterations in your blood chemistry, people getting their seasonal influenza shots, they're getting toxins shoved into their to their blood. The 5G is altering the blood also, causing niacin levels to have different structures. All this is well documented in research as well in 2018. And so we have these this sicknesses come out, and, and the, the WHO, led by Dr. Tedros, a known communist terrorist, a known. I mean, this guy should in no way be setting the world stage for COVID. This guy is absolutely hates everything to do with Christianity. He has come mm-hmm. on record. He wants all Christians dead and in the ground. This is a mm-hmm. guy that's giving instructions to the CDC, who in turn is telling all the health departments how to go about 
uh, structuring for masks wearing and all this other stuff. And, of course, promoting the vaccines. So it's just high propaganda. Do you see where this is all gone? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sitting here seeing this country that I love being attacked. Uh, what, 100 million people already been, pro- been programmed to take this nasty thing? Yeah. We just don't know what's going to happen in six months to, to two years. Should it be that the same things we see in the movie I Am Legend, people turn into freaking zombies? Right. It could happen. It absolutely is probable that it will happen, folks. Mm-hmm. All the time. I'm trying to spread the word. I'm being censored. I'm being being labeled a, a nonsensical con- conspiracy theorist nutcase. I've been, I've been attacked <laughs> crazy on this. And I'm just sitting here. No, I'm passionate about it because I love my country. Oh, sure. you're a Christian nationalist. I want you out of my church. Seriously. I'm saying a, a Christian nationalist because I love this nation? Right. Are, are you kidding? What, what mass insanity has come over us as a country? Mm. This, this, cult, this cancel culture, Renee, is out of control. And I, I kind of wonder if it's not part of the 5G uh, structures. that they're, I mean, brain waves can be altered by 5G waves just as much as a cell phone can. All right? Yep. I, I'm just like, what in the world has come over these people? It's like they're and a witch. Yeah, and that's definitely what they have now that they didn't have in the past. They didn't have all the 5G towers. They didn't have the 60 gigahertz. Um, so they've been preparing this for a very long time, <laughs> audience. <laughs> and they finally have succeeded with their 5G that's going to do exactly what he's saying. And it's going to allow them to accomplish what they've been trying to get away with for a long time now and rehearsing for. Um and, and, and we have solutions. I want to make next week's show. Today, we're laying it all out for you to hopefully penetrate the brainwash that the media's gone out of their way to do to everyone, turning them into, you know, zombies, like he said, artificial intelligence. Um, we're, we're trying to penetrate that right now. If you have a little bit, a little bit of wisdom from our Holy Spirit, from the Ruach HaKadosh. Um, so that's all this is going to be, but next week is going to be the answer to it all. So today was, is the, is the wake up call for everybody listening now or later. Um, but we're going to let Dr. True finish up the last five minutes with more of the wisdom, but next week we're going to come to you with all the things that we can counteract and do to help this agenda of the enemy. Well, thanks. Thanks for very much. So, um, I, I give this presentation at, here in Ogden to the public at a place called Liberty Hall, and it was extremely well received. I actually mm-hmm. had uh, some individuals from the health department alerted that came in to basically take a recording of it, what I said. These individuals came up afterwards and said, oh, my goodness, um, this is not only correct, but it's got us scared to death. I said, you should be scared to death. You really should. And that's how I started the presentation is like, don't believe what I'm telling you. I'm giving you the roadmap. I'm showing you where to navigate, where your car will go, okay? The question mm-hmm. is, do you want to go there? You have to decide that. We, the people, have the power, not the government, okay? Uh-huh. We have God-given inalienable rights. And so 
they they asked me a question. I says, well, what will happen when the VMAT two is taken out, the God gene, if it's totally uh, CRISPR edited out of your genome? I said the the studies. There's a great book by Dr. Dean Hamer called the God gene, and he explains in his studies and and many other studies. Okay, if there is a deficiency in the brain chemicals which are regulated by this VMAT2 structure. He shows that the best way to describe it, you have no love for your fellow man. You you really have lost the ability to love. Love is an emotional state that is dominated by your frontal lobes of your brain. It is what allows you to give of your heart. The opposite of that is hate, where you just simply law the jungle rules. Take, take, take. The hate is centered in what's called your basal ganglia, part of the brain, also known as the reptilian brain. Now, mm-hmm. people with no love that are basal ganglia dominated, guess what? They are mm-hmm. super easy to hypnotize, super easy to follow a mad dictator, super mm-hmm. easy. Okay? It's all in the studies. And so I'm sitting here. In my summation, I close with this. I just say, listen, Jesus of Nazareth said it best in in the 24th chapter of Matthew, verse Uh 12. In the last days, in this time of great tribulation, it says, because iniquity abounds, the love of many shall wax cold. The love of many. Greek word for many is the vast majority, well, over 80%. And he didn't say may, he said shall, shall mm-hmm. wax coat. I said, I, I can't explain it any better than that. If yep. 80% of the population succumb to this VMAT2 editing mRNA shot and in, in five to six to eight months, that is eradicated from the majority of their cells in their body, in their terrain, that is their love will wax cold. There'll be no giving. There'll be no, and they'll be so completely programmed. That's right. That they'll just mob, chaos will reign, folks. And that's, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to live in a situation like that where 80% of the world is absolutely coming against everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's a description of hell to me. So yep. I will shout it out to all who has ears to hear and listen. Mm. Uh, I'll be attacked. I have been. I'll continue to be attacked. But as long as I'm drawing breath, I'll tell the truth in the scientific record. Whether it's, whether it's Dr. Rosenau's presentation and his mm-hmm. research in 1919 or, you know, Dr. McBean's, the facts are, folks, you have to be alert and been told and be and understand you've been lied to and the lying is continuing and continuing and continuing don't please don't fall into the trap oh because it's popular because it's chic it's the end thing to do i'm going to give my vaccine because because some rock star got it done or some movie star bought and paid for don't succumb to it that's my final final message. Thank you. Thank you so much. And he, the perfect thing, he even two weeks ago, we had a mother who lost Julie 
um, at 17 years of age. And you, if you want to, if anybody wants to listen to the show to show how not only did they poison her little girl with the vaccinations, but the money medical round they took her through the the, the money the medical merry-go-round of literally, you know, more drugs, more experiments. I mean, it's a big, you know, cash. Uh, the root of all evil, like I said, the love of money. But thank you, Dr. True. Next week, um, we're going to definitely give a more encouraging message on the solution of how people can, you know, strengthen their immune system as well as, you know, as long as they don't take the vaccination. I mean, that's just the, the biggest thing, people, is do not take the injection, the COVID injection. It is going to be changing the 2% gene that our bodies as humans have over chimpanzees. So they have found a way to take that gene and totally control it, which means we are going to be chimpanzees. That's the, that's the intelligence of the, 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 the people that are taking this vaccination. So that's the number one advice from today's show. And like I said, next week, we'll give you solutions on how um, to strengthen the immune system and prevent yourself from being affected by all the people that are going to be just totally walking around like zombies. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. True. We appreciate you dearly. <laughs> Thank you so much. I call it just say, say no to the monkey business. There's too much there monkey go. business. <laughs> money, money. Yep, that's great. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You're listening to Vic Fellowship. And again, our shows can be accessed on the front page of our vacinfo.org website on the belly of a little boy flexing his muscles. We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. And our contact number is supposed to be up and running today. I've got to check it when the show's over, but it's supposedly AT&T uh, got it working today. 800-939-8227. So if anybody's called the number and it says it's been disconnected, that was a temporary thing, but we're still here, obviously. Our website again, vacinfo.org. We keep it updated with the latest and the greatest information. We thank Progressive Radio Network for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth. And yeah, bless. This is PRN.FM, the number one station for progressive minds. Progressive minds. Are you tired of radical?